1: Joining me now is South Carolina Attorney General, Alan Wilson. Welcome, sir.
0: It is always great to be with you, Tara. Happy New Year. I haven't seen you since last year, or talked to you at least.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You've been been very, very busy. First of all, I wanna personally thank you for what you did to save my washing machine. You've (laughs) You've been very busy. Okay, as a mom who's had little ones, I was alarmed to hear from the the National Washing Machine Manufacturers Association that the new Biden regime regulations uh, for washing machines would make them so faulty that they could no longer remove E. coli from people's clothes. You know, people would be sick in, in hospitalized and die from that, but the Bidens don't care. Biden administration don't care. So that's how bad it was. We can no longer remove E. coli from your clothes. At that point... I'm going to be living in a cave. But you were part of the lawsuit to save our dishwashers and our washing machines machines from certain destruction. Tell us about it quickly, Attorney General.
0: Well, in a nutshell, basically, the Biden administration is being run by people that have an extreme, radical, woke, green agenda in mind. And they're trying to govern every aspect of your life, Tara, and everyone that you that is listening to this program from Washington, D.C. They want to tell you what kind of washing machines, what kind of uh, you know, technology you can use in your own home. They, they, they want to control the, the amount of water being flushed in your toilet. They want to they control uh, the energy, levels of energy in your washing machine and how much water can be used. Frankly, they want you to use, they want uh, lower energy, less water machines, but you have to wash your clothes two or three times longer, um, and, and they're twice as expensive. Um, it's, it's just an overreach by the federal government. Again, they, they cut corners. They don't go through the process by which you're supposed to lawfully pass regulations. And they basically just are giving the middle finger to the consumer. So uh, a group of AGs sued. I was one of them. And the court has thus far agreed with us.
1: Excellent. Can you stop them from destroying my gas stove? Because I'm kind of attached to it.
0: Uh, listen, if they come after your gas stove, Tara, I will be standing there in your driveway. Uh, oh, with a okay, battery great. of lawyers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> great. Now, here's the one everybody is is really concerned about right now, and that is this, cuz I know you are also involved in the fight to keep Trump off the ballot. Tell us what you're doing and kind of what's going on with that.
0: Well, there's a concerted concerted effort around the country for, you know, those on the left to try to label what happened on January 6th as an insurrection, and if you could see me right now, I'm doing air quotes, insurrection, uh, so that they can apply the third uh, Clause 3 of the 14th Amendment, uh, which, which prohibits you from serving uh, if you've been involved in an insurrection. What's interesting, the people that are deciding, the judges in Colorado, the Secretary of State, in Maine, and other election officials in other blue states, what you know what they refer to as peaceful protest in the summer of 2020, they label January 6th as an insurrection. And now it might have been an ugly riot. It might have been wrong, and people should be held accountable. But, you know, Donald Trump was never charged nor convicted uh, with an insurrection. But they're slapping that label on him for the expedient reason of keeping him off the ballot. And we have filed a, an amicus to the Supreme Court asking them to take the case up and answer it. A week ago, Friday, the Supreme Court agreed to do that. And on February the 8th, the Supreme Court's going to hear oral arguments, and the state of South Carolina will be sitting there on the metaphorical front row.
1: Fantastic. So what you're saying is you've been a part of this lawsuit um, to try to keep Trump on the ballot. What do you um, how do you think the Supreme Court is, is going to rule here? Do you have any predictions?
0: I mean, look, I, I think the Supreme Court is going to rule that you know, states like Colorado and, and, and the secretary of state Maine and others are wrong, that, you know, there's a process that, that the Constitution outlines. Congress hasn't even determined that there was an insurrection. He hasn't been charged with an insurrection by the Justice Department or anyone. Um, and that, you know, you can't deprive people of an opportunity to be on the ballot. You can't deprive voters of a choice simply because of your personal political predilections. So I think the Supreme Court will, will side with us. Uh, but, you know, I'm going to watch closely and monitor it. And if we need to do more, we will.
1: Trump is safely on the ballot here in South Carolina, correct?
0: Yes. Okay. There have been some efforts here, but nothing, yeah. you know, and, you know, the, the, the State Election Commission has obviously been sued. We have authorized them to use hire some outside counsel. We've been very supportive. We've sent them some legal documentation to support their briefs. I do not believe that will be an issue here in South Carolina.
1: Um, and you, this is not all that you've been up to, by the way, Attorney General Alan Wilson. We are talking to the Attorney General of South Carolina. Um, you have uh, had a lot of indictments lately for fentanyl trafficking. You can't do enough of this. I'm just so afraid of kids getting their hands on this because that's a lot of who's overdosing, um, you know, now, especially teenagers. Tell us about that.
0: Well, Tara, my very first major press conference of the year was up there in your backyard in Greenville. We indicted and charged 64 people for trafficking meth, cocaine, methamphetamine, among other uh, narcotics. We actually charged a number of people with uh, attempted murder and murder because they were selling, they were trafficking so much um, fentanyl uh, that they, and, and drugs laced with fentanyl that they knew could call, kill someone. And people actually died. We've actually, uh, you know, uh, Realize that there were at least six deaths and potentially up to eight additional deaths tied to this fentanyl trafficking ring. Here's what's, here's what's crazy. We recovered in the last year about a kilogram of fentanyl, one and a half kilograms of uh, methamphetamine. One kilogram of fentanyl is enough fentanyl to kill 500,000 people, according to the Drug Enforcement Administration. And all of it, Tara, is coming From the crisis being manufactured by the Biden administration at the southern border. It's all coming across the border from Mexican drug cartels. It's coming up to Atlanta and into the upstate and throughout all of South Carolina. So don't let anyone tell you that uh, South Carolina is not a border state because all of that garbage is landing on our doorstep.
1: Alan Wilson, you've been knee deep, obviously, in these fentanyl prosecutions right here. And I'm really glad you're doing it. Who? We've all seen Breaking Bad, right? Who? (laughs) Yes. Who are these People are are they car, are they cartel affiliated? Is this the cartels? Is there a Chinese connection? Because I know up north they've had some real problems with Chinese gangs moving in and moving drugs. Who is running this here? I mean, the fentanyl. Who is bringing it here? Who are these people?
0: Well, I mean, a, a lot of it, if not all of it, uh, at least a significant portion of it's coming from you know Mexico. Yeah. I mean, they're just they're just. I mean, listen, there's no one standing at the southern border, and it's just piling in. But remember fentanyl is a synthetic opioid Mm -hmm. and uh what drug dealers and drug small town drug dealers and larger drug dealers are doing those that are trafficking it is they're using it to adulterate uh or cut other uh opioid pills other types of um medication uh that they can sell they can take one pill and sell two pills um and what's happening is as high school students and people who are treating a an acute or chronic pain they get a hold of one of these street pills uh, thinking that they're taking something to numb the pain or address an acute issue and they and they die. I mean they're dying. They're yeah. dropping dead I and mean, the families and, and lives are being destroyed because people want to make a buck. And we're gonna if, if you sell someone a drug that you know to be laced with fentanyl, we consider you to be a murderer and we're gonna come after you and we're gonna charge you with murder and we're gonna put you away for the rest of your natural born years.
1: Good. That's how that should be uh, because it is I, it is. is the, I mean, when you're talking about something tens of times more powerful than heroin, I mean, that's like pointing a gun at somebody at that point.
0: It really is. I give you a pill that is laced with fentanyl. I know this lace with fentanyl. I know that fentanyl can kill you. How is that different than me pointing a gun in your general direction and pulling the trigger, knowing that it could kill you if the bullet strikes you? Um, I mean, that is that is malice. And we're coming after you. And listen, I've, I'm very proud of your sheriff, your solicitor, uh, Hobart Lewis and Walt Wilkins and Chuck Wright over in Spartanburg, and you got Rick Clark Pitt and Chad McBride over in Anderson. The sheriffs and the solicitors up there are hand in glove working with our office to go after these thugs, and we're going to put them away, Tara. So, uh, you know, sir, you know, play stupid, play stupid games, win stupid prizes is what I've been saying <laughs> since the beginning of the year.
1: I got one more quick question for you, Alan Wilson. On I know that you were fighting at the Supreme Court. You are part of the suit to keep um, to keep Donald Trump on the, the ballot. Going back to that, if the Supreme Court rules that he stays on the ballot in that case, does that cover all of them? Does that cover all like what is it, 30 of the states now? Or does that just answer like one legal question? But now we've got these other states they could do it in.
0: The, the the premise that we have argued is that the Supreme Court needs to weigh in on this case to answer the question once and all for all other okay. states. and the, and the Supreme Court would not take this up because then we just can't relitigate this state by state in the Supreme Court when the election's literally this year. So that okay. is our intent to ask the Supreme Court to address this once and for all.
1: Fantastic. Well, I certainly hope you win. Uh, it would be absolutely galling to watch T- Trump taking off the ballot. I mean, that would be like a gut punch. That means they can get anybody off the ballot for the most scurrilous of reasons if they want to. So I'm so glad that uh, you were fighting at the Supreme Court, too, and you're a party to this. It's great to see you involved in that. Anything else you want us to know, uh, Attorney General Alan Wilson?
0: No, listen, I appreciate, you know, programs like yours for educating people on what's going on out there. If it wasn't for folks like you, you know, people wouldn't know what's going on in their backyards with fentanyl, with the ballot kicking Trump off the ballot and all these other things. So it's so important. You're you're a great partner, Tara, and it's great to talk to you, and I look forward to being on your program again soon.
1: Thank you very much, Uh, Alan Wilson, for joining us this morning on 98.9 WORD.
0: All-Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?